Can you believe in a finite object possessing infinite power? Or that a mineral can be proclaimed the medicine of the 21st century? Or that the power of nature can win over the ignorance of man? If you can, you will know why our mission is to get Shungite to the masses. You are entering the Shungite zone. This is the Shungite radio show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to Shungite Reality. It is May 16th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is... Derek Condit and Walt Silva. Mark Joseph has a um, work uh, schedule problem, and so he won't be on with us today. And is Julissa coming on? <clears throat> uh, I don't know yet, and it wouldn't be till the second hour anyway. Okay. But unfortunately, we don't know because it's a staffing thing. Right, right, right. So, um, hi there, Derek. How are you doing today? Doing good, and if everybody, I have to apologize, here's a slight echo. I am at my home office right now, and I still have to get more things up on the wall. I just don't have time to do that. Um, but no, doing well. Happy to be here. I'm glad Walt's with us, too. And Walt, how are you doing today? Let me get the mute out. <laughs> Very good, thank you. I'm tired of being in, in constant pain, but that's that's another story. After three years, you get used to it, huh? <laughs> so you're you're still having the I, I, you, this is the first i've heard of your feeling pain all the time oh yeah I, I just don't complain about it because it doesn't change anything so why complain just live well, with it what are you gonna do and i suppose that well i know you've probably tried everything you know to do and you still have yep so hmm. There's something, there's a lesson there to be learned. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Derek, are you picking anything up? Do you want to? <laughs> well, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. If, well, I mean, I don't know if Walt wants to give a whole session here live on the thing, on the podcast anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it up to you guys. I'm tired of deciding things. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got pressure. Okay, there's inflammation and pressure on his upper back and neck, on his, on his spine in there. So that's something going on. Um, but yeah, the right side, right? Yeah, and it's gonna, it's, it's a pressure thing, not a. And sometimes I do see it as a, a pulling, but it is like a pressure in your case. Um, yeah, it was left. It was left after the famous event of three years ago. So the right side hurts every so often. So, have you used one of those? I don't know what they're called, um, but it's a neck pillow that goes behind your neck. Uh, you only do it for a matter of minutes a day, but it actually adjusts your, kind of puts a little bit of pressure on your neck in a, in a good way. And then also, I guess, bends it or arcs it forward. You, mm. a, chiro a chiropractor can tell you. I have one that I use on my easy chair, so I'll, I'll do that. I use it yeah. for when I read. So it, uh, that's, that's what I, you know, uh, that's what I use instead of a regular pillow. Oh, okay. And you want to do it for a minute. And here, I'm actually, like, not that anybody can see anything, but here on my left, I'm looking at what's called an inversion table that I have. Uh -huh. And for those who don't know, I'm sure you guys probably know, 
long story short, it's that weird thing that maybe you've seen a big five. You can strap your feet in, flip it upside down, and you can literally hang at whatever degree you want. And then you get us, and then you get someone to film you as you're doing a fail. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Luckily, this one has easy arms. You can't really get stuck too long. Oh. Okay. <laughs> But it's a whole uh, energy thing, and, I, and this isn't. I'm not trying to get into some, um, you know, workout routine for people because it's not a workout. But it's that again will take the pressure off your spine. And I'm not saying anybody has to do it, but that's one tool. Um, Andrew, you can just do it with that, that. Well, you just reminded me. I I gotta do the. Uh, I'm because I'm used to. I did it for many years. Uh, the candle yoga position, mm -hmm. where you, you where you're actually re, uh, putting all your body weight on your shoulders, and it's a great way to stretch your back. And uh, I have forgotten about it, so thank you for reminding me. That's interesting. I, yeah, I don't think I would attempt yoga myself. I'd probably roll around everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how dexterous I am, but no, I, it was a great idea. Um, but yeah, and even these tools. So there's anyway about, about lining up that energy. Um, and of course, using your imagination and emotions, as I always say, while you're doing it, I mean, get excited that you just healed yourself. Mm -hmm. And I've had just straight up stupid, unbelievable things happen to myself. Again, doctors telling me I was going to have neck injuries forever. And I, I'll be blunt like I always am. I got pissed off when I was laying in bed and it's just massive pain that the prescription drugs they gave me weren't helping. Um, mm. And I'm not a fan of those, of course. We're talking about years ago. So I finally mm. just kind of owned it, sat there, and, and I can get the big spiel now, but got so energetically vested knowing. And three days later, I was up, moving, done, and never had an issue since. Mm. Um, so, and, and we can, and you know, there's how many millions of those stories out there and more extreme ones. Um, but It's the point is we can all do that kind of thing. So always know that you can, because I think you had said a comment about just live with it or deal with it. And I know you know better and we're just on. <laughs> I know. And I know you because you can't always watch everything. I get all that aspect of it too. Well, the thing is that, you, you know, I, I douse with a pendulum. And every time I draw, douse the cause of what I'm living through, I, like, is this karmic? No. Is this a curse? Not because I've dealt with those. No. Mm -hmm. Everything is no. When I ask, is this my higher self doing this? I get that's the only yes I get with the pendulum. So it must be something. It must there must be a purpose why it's being carried out. I don't know. For you to realize and then heal yourself, because <laughs> it's not something else you need to heal. It's not another yeah. energy. Yeah. So well, it also could be you got a kink in your neck. <laughs> I was I was I was in pain for decades. Okay, I would have terrible headaches. I'd have all sorts of weird things happening. And then I go to a chiropractor. And the chiropractor snapped my neck a few times. And boom, out of pain, never again. Because I kept going to the chiropractor. Now, when I found shungite rubber, I stopped going to the, to the chiropractor. Because the shungite rubber is a frequency that works with a skeletal system and keeps it stable and adjusted. And I'd go back, these people, I wasn't even paying after decades, I wasn't paying the chiropractors anymore, you know, and, but they're my friends. So I'd go back and I'd just check in and no, I mean, little tweaks here and there. But if you're kind of in a really bad situation that, you know, let's, let's face it, it might not have anything to do with the event per se. It might have to do with the circumstances of the event because you did take a fall, all right? You were you were immobilized and in weird 
physical because of the the uh, paralysis that you had. You well, could have what what fall when, when when you had the 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 episode. You actually ended up on the floor. Well, it it wasn't a gigantic fall. It's just like from standing up down to sitting on the floor. It's, so it's not like I fell off uh, a tree yeah. or something. <laughs> no, it doesn't take much. All right, I I've been through this, you know, and uh, what what it caused. My problem to begin with were were auto accidents. Oh, oh yeah, I remember your. Uh, it was a habit with you, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what he means is, is like I stopped counting at about twenty five auto. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found out why they were happening, and you know. I guess we I, should call you Rubber Woman because you for you had to have endured that many accidents. Without any lasting things, wow, S superwoman or what? It well, no, be, well, okay. The the truth of the matter is, is that uh, this is really woo. -woo. Um, for those that know me, know that I believe that I had a my soul had a past incarnation as George Patton, and what this whole thing about the accidents was is that George Patton had an auto accident ended up paralyzing him and what he wanted me to know was that he it was an assassination it was a stage event and so when I got the messaging it was because I got led to this weird I don't even know how I got there but it's a short clip of this man standing in front of a small group of people telling them that he had been the one that had essentially broke George Patton's neck because, yeah, the accident was staged. But he walked up to the, and, and one of the things is that George was driving and that a lot of this was covered up by the military, okay? Um, and that, that didn't come out until late that George was actually driving the car. And it was a big military, you know, one of these big black ones. And so the accident happened, and this guy walked up to the driver's side and had a, a, a plunger thing. It's a, it's, it's like a, works like a bullet, but it's a plunger, and hit him in the back of the neck because nobody else in the car was hurt except George had a broken neck. So um, anyway, he wanted me to know that it was not an accident. It was an assassination, and once I found that out, I never had another accident. That's all I can tell you. Wow. There should have been another way of explaining. That was a dramatic way to let you know something. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I thought so too, Walt. <laughs> maybe, oh, maybe your aversion to Ouija boards is what led you to down that path. Because if if you did use the Ouija board, he would have availed himself of it and said, "No, those no. things spook the shit out of me." <laughs> I know, you have, no. and you're right. So, <laughs> and but anyway, um, yeah. You might well. First off, you. I hope you shit on. You shit on. <laughs> you sit on Shanghai rubber all the time. That you got it in your shoes. That you're continually working with it. Okay. But the other thing is, is that when I was going to the chiropractor, they taught me some little neck uh, exercises, and you can probably find them on the on the websites. I'm sure. But you just have to do neck exercises and like. It's like letting your neck drop down, neck, and then pulling. You know, I mean, it's just very, very simple once. But a lot of times, when I I still get kinks every once in a while, and when I 
feel like you know something's not right i'll do the exercises and it will work it out mm -hmm. but what i know from my own experience is that when you start to develop these necks neck and shoulder problems even in down into your back you start to move differently to try to keep yourself in as much comfort as you can but that's only aggravating the situation to begin with mm. okay so um i don't recommend telling people i don't tell people go to a chiropractor because you gotta know the chiropractor they're excellent if they know what the frig they're doing <laughs> you know it's like any other doctor any other doctor but if you talk to people and and you know or just get led to it or let you can heal yourself if you pay attention to these different yeah that, that's why i said to derek is that uh from my years of doing uh, yoga like for example one of my easiest and and fastest positions that you can do is is the candle which is when you you're upright but you're uh, back you're upside down so your uh, all your weight is on your shoulders so what happens is is that it stretches your back completely it releases all the pressure between your your vertebra so i'm i'm really stupid in that i forgot about it because i i can still do it without an issue so that's a, that's a great way to uh, release the pressure from all the from all the vertebra the uh, the candle because it also it uh, stretches and aligns your your spine so that's it's it's a great uh, is a great uh, what do you call it it's a great post position to uh, do the candle Yeah, there it is. There's the photo. Yeah. Very simple. Yeah. In fact, in fact I could probably handle. <laughs> in fact, this one, this position automatically leads you to a second position, which is called the plow. And what you do is you very slowly, because everything in Hatha Yoga has to be done ex very relaxed. You're you're only engaging the very minimum of, of muscles you need to maintain a position, the rest of the body should be fully relaxed. So you don't rush through anything. No, no rushing, because rushing exacerbates the muscles. And no, everything is very paused, very slow, very methodical. And this position, what you do is you very slowly bring down the legs above you. So it turns into a second position called the plow. There it is. And that's fantastic because it it, uh, it stretches your back so much is that when you go back to being flat on the floor, you it's like your your spine begins to vibrate because all this fresh blood is flowing into the uh, into the blood vessels surrounding the vertebra. That's how intense it is the the energy that you move when you do the the candle followed by the plow. So yeah. I I found both very easy to do. I'm but you haven't been doing them. I haven't been doing them, of course. Don't you know how lazy I am? Well, it's not, it's, not, it's, not, <laughs> it's not only laziness from my own experience. It's like if you're in discomfort like that, the last thing you want to do is start moving around and, you know, but it's yeah. what you need to do. Exactly. Now you now you know that you know you've got a job in front of you, but you know maybe your higher self. What, what, yeah, yeah. At, while you're doing it, go. What is the what is the message here? <laughs> maybe the message the, is you're a jerk. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Let this be an exam. Let this be a, a lesson to everybody. Yeah. You know, uh, Walt never said anything. He said it at the right time, and hopefully, he's got some information now that he can, you know, heal himself and with the help that, of his higher self. It's funny in the, in the second graphic. Uh, she's not very well stretched. When you're when you're, when you're stretching, your um, your torso is perfectly uh, um, vertical with the ground. So it, your torso is, you know, the, this person the way that she's drawn, she's not fully stretched. So and it's interesting. And you can you can actually do those things. Yeah. As I said that, Dolly put, good grief, like I could do that, LOL. I remember being young and flexible and could do it back then. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I could ever do it. I mean, it's like... Uh, I don't know. Maybe it has to do with um, what, what they call the physical memory. It's it's not you, you, the mind remembering, it's the, the body remembering. And once you form the habit, because I started the yoga decades ago when I was in Argentina. So uh, and s since I used to go to afternoon school, not early morning school, I would go uh, to the roof of the house and do the, the exercises, at, you know, en enjoying the sunlight. And uh, then I would go down, get dressed and, you know, get ready for school. So it was a, it was a great time to, to practice for, in my case. And I never forgot it. I mean, I guess once your body remembers, it remembers. It doesn't forget just because you stop doing it. Well, you'll have to give us a report. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. awesome. Here, here lies the idiot that tries to do yoga after a hundred years. <laughs> hey, you know, it could be as simple as just doing the neck. Don't, you know, look at the neck exercises too. Mm -hmm. Look them up and see what you can find because they're very simple. But boy, I'll tell you. And you know, if you hear something pop, don't get crazy. That's going back into position. Oh yeah. You know, so yeah. Every once in a while, I'll move my head, and I must have had a kink in it because I'll hear it crack and boom. Oh. Well, the the thing in in your case, uh, the problem is, is so many hours in front of the computer, and like you're kind of stuck in a position. And that contributes to that. If you had a, a different kind of a rhythm to it, like a, from such and such an hour, you do this, and then you take a break, and then you do something else. But you, 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 especially you're a writer, and when you're a writer, you, if you can, you spend the entire day writing. So you stuck so many hours in in the same position that that contributes to to feeling feeling rigid and hardness because you know the muscles don't get to relax they're always stuck in this position <laughs> now I, i'm pretty good about getting up and walking around and ah, okay outside and you know it's it, because of that yes i'm not writing a book <laughs> you know you write about when you're writing a book you get a, the only way you do it is you're obsessed about it mm. that's the only way you get them done and uh so yes um all right, so... Dolly so you're going to give us the green needle or brainstorm thing? No, you're not supposed to say that, Walter. Oh. You're not supposed to say the words. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, all right. So, I was... Oh, Derek, did you want to say anything more? No, 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 let's move in. I'm ready for that. Okay. So, 
the other day I was over a friend of mine, mine's, and she's not really woo woo, but she knows I am. And she said, "Oh, I've been meaning to show you this." Well, it's an Instagram uh, thing that she showed me, and what it is is it's a sound. It's a sound that you know. I'm going to play it for you in a second. Right, well, let me play it for you right now. Right, okay, so there's this sound. Okay, so <laughs> Okay, so that's that's and I don't know if anybody heard something in it because Walt wasn't supposed to say those two words, but you might have had a word, one of the two words in your head. And if you did, that's the word that you heard because they have two words. One's green needle and one is barn, uh, brainstorm. Okay, green needle, brainstorm. And if you're staring at the green needle, then that's what you hear. If you're staring at the brainstorm, that's what you hear. And, you know, I, I, it, when she first started trying to show me this, I was totally confused as to what was happening. But it, we got very much into it uh, to the point that we were trying to figure out she'd think of one word, she'd think of the one, and I'd think of the other one. And, you know, all right, I'm going to put this, uh, this is the video. Now, I had to find it on YouTube because I didn't have Instagram. But there, it's out there. It's been out there for a couple of years. This particular one is on YouTube. And so you, if you just focus on one, you know, you can blow the picture up and you can look at it. And if you see one says green needle, the other says brainstorm. Now, I'm going to play it again. And what I want you to do is, it's about a minute of this, this segment here, okay? But what I want you to do is, if you're not driving, don't be driving and try to do this. But if you don't see the picture, you don't, you know, have it in front of you, just write the words down. Green needle, and then make some space between it, because you really want to be able to focus on the one word. And then brainstorm. So, green needle, brainstorm, all right? And I'm going to play the tape now. Hmm. All right, let's do this. All right, everybody, just stare at the green needle. Either think of it in your mind, if you're if you're not able to write it down or anything, think it think it in your mind. Green needle. And I'm going to play the tape, and you you tell me what you think you hear. <laughs> Okay, so now I want you to look at Brainstorm and just stare at Brainstorm and really focus on it because you got the green needle in your head now, but focus now, you're going to change it to Brainstorm and we're going to see what you hear. So 
So, did you guys was that did that did that work for you guys? <laughs> I heard neither one. I heard uh, whoosh, my needle. That's the, the close approximation. I whoosh, my needle, that, and I and, not, and I couldn't hear any other variant. Even though I focus on the text brainstorm, nope, I never even came close to hearing anything like that. I just kept hearing my needle, my needle. So mm. I guess it's no one else's needle, it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Derek? You've done this. Yeah, no, I've done, but I had it up on there. So yeah, I, I saw just what, what was going on or heard um, just what was going on. And actually, if you can send me that audio file, Nancy, I'm going to reproduce this in a whole, and I, uh, that way I just don't have to grab it myself, um, with the different images and see if that changes anything and even switch up the sides with me not using any of that video, just the audio. Um, and I'll do that behind the scenes here. But no, it worked for me. I wonder, is anybody in chat giving, I'm not in chat right now, um, and it looks like I am, uh, responding, saying that they, if it, you know, coincided with what was you wanted them to? Well, are you looking at it? I'm, I'm going to pull now. up. I now just got it open. I'm going to pull up the uh, thing to give you. Yeah, and I'm jumping, that's why I'm jumping between so many uh, browsers and tabs. That's why I'm not in there right now. Yeah, I'll watch for the audio, but go ahead. Um, and then while you're saying that, I'll battle about it. What I'm going to basically try, oh, I did research, so it's um, Gold FM on, it's a it's a radio station somewhere or other um, that put this up on YouTube. I tracked them back, went to their website. Looks like somewhere in Asia, they broadcast different things. Anyway, it goes on and on from there. There's even an astrology page on their website I found. If you track this back, meaning go to their about on YouTube, and then go from there to the website and just keep digging. You'll, for the listeners that are interested, can find it. This is a good educational clip because this is a, exactly what happens with psychics when they are getting channeled information and they're interpreting what they're because they they don't they don't get written text, they're getting images, so they have to translate what the impressions and the images that they get into language that someone else can understand. So when you, in this case, for example, if you pay attention, this the sound is more like white noise, and it's the brain that's actually shaping the sound because it's trying to make sense of what it's hearing. So it's the brain putting, shaping the sound into something that's recognizable, even though the sound is, is just what it is, sound. And this is exactly what happens with, when psychics are channeling. That's why some, many times they miss the mark because they're interpreting, they're translating what they're seeing, the impressions that they're getting and into something understandable language. So sometimes they miss the mark. And, and we think, oh, this person's not a good psychic because he said such a no, no, it's not it's not the person's fault. They're just they were translating what they were seeing, they're perceiving. Now, some are very visuals, others are more sound oriented. Not all psychics are the same. It depends where is the focus of their um, act of their talents. Well, it shows you the connection between you know what you see what you visually are seeing and focusing on and your brain's interpretation of it, what it's hearing. Mm. Um, it w which goes to kind of like support my concept that by doing just the audio radio shows and not getting into the video stuff, 
that were presenting a different way of getting the information. In other words, when you don't have a visual input of watching the people talk and getting, you know, that kind of input, uh, your mind is, is listening to the words. It's not interpreting them, it's actually listening now. Your focus is on listening to the words. Well, sounds sounds risky because here we are telling everybody, yes, love everybody, send out blood blankets, and people are hearing go out and kill everybody. <laughs> kind of risky. And yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> no, it's about it. It it it's it was something I had never seen. And when you're playing with it, there's different ways of playing with it, um, and it kind of like makes you really assess what what your brain and your eyes and you know are really what is reality if reality is what you think it is so you think green green needle and that's what you hear you think brainstorm and that's what you hear and there's but again, but again it's, it's it's an interpretation of an of, a, of an uh, unformed sound because it's a sound pattern, right? But it doesn't have a definite form. Our brain, our understanding of things, our interpretation of what we're hearing, we are shaping it. So either it's green needle or brainstorm because we're giving it, we're trying to identify, we're trying to give it a color that we can identify or, or a sound that we can identify. But in, if we go to the very, very core of what it is, it's neither, it's neither brainstorm nor shitstorm or whatever it wants to be it's neither we're shaping it we're giving it the form it's like yeah. if, well for example look what what painters do they they play they play with images to, to such an extent that it's it's amazing the things they they start out you think you for example you see those paintings where it looks like a it lo looks like a girl looking at a rose garden and then you look up closer and it turns out that the, the girl's body is the it's the profile of a man. <laughs> so it's like it's like two different subjects in the same picture. You're, so you're seeing what you know what you're you're interpreting the images and you're interpreting based on your personality, based on your inclination, your likes and dislikes. But this is done with sound instead of images. I think I lost Nancy. No, what do you think, uh, uh, Derek? What? Um, which well, is? it's interesting because, and I don't know that I'll have it done for this show, but in the background here, I'm I'm wondering, and I'm putting it together already, if an image will do the same thing. So instead of, I'm going to put a green needle there, uh, an image of a green needle, and then I'm okay. trying to figure out a brainstorm. How do I, how do I get somebody to try and you know think the word brainstorm? Um, well, an image. It, it, what, what what about uh you know when somebody thinks a light light bulb yeah i was thinking that and i was thinking like a cloud with a bunch of things around your head you know i can i'll, I'll play with the graphics and stuff like that and figure it out um i've actually already got it remade here with the audio and just the two words but i'm gonna do a whole nother frame or segment with that part um well there's, there's a famous picture that's been on the internet forever it went in fact it was the subject of a of a, of a horror series and uh, it, I think it's called um, 
uh, arrogance or pride, something like that. The, the name of the picture, and it's a it's a picture. It's a it's a woman um, making herself up in front of a mirror. But here's the thing: the background of the entire thing is black, and the mirror the mirror is white. And what happens is when you when you step back, so you're farther away from the mirror, is actually a skull. The eyes of the skull are, is the woman's face, the, the one in the mirror and the one that's because you're seeing it from the back. So you actually see an entire skull with all the features of a skull. But if you if you go up close, it's, it's actually a woman in a mirror making herself up. I think the um, I think that the title of that picture is called uh, Arrogance or something like that. Uh, but it was very interesting. It's two two things at one in one thing. So that kind of reminds me of the sound where you you hear what you want to hear or what you're inclined to hear. So it makes you it makes you wonder what kind of language why they use the language they use in the, the what do you call it the, the government? <laughs> the, and why the, there's, this, yeah. <laughs> no, Sorry. I was going to say I <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, I agree with you. Um, and I'll tell you behind the scenes here. This is not working, you guys. I did the audio you sent, Nancy, the exact audio. It's, nobody's modified anything. And the text up there, and it's not, it's, it's all sounding just like that whooshing or weird um, sound. I mean, I can play it, but it's going to, like Walt was saying, but the words aren't there this time. I don't know. I, that's, I'll keep playing with it, figure, trying to figure it out, but something's going on. Um, but you, I don't know, play so, it on your end. So when, when, so when you're when you're just playing the tape without the words, you're not hearing anything. No, even that, but also with the words. So up on my screen right now, I've got a new slide. This is Green Needle and Brainstorm, the exact same thing. Just not a person sitting there, though, doing it. And there is no words now. But now, here, I'll, I haven't done it yet. I'll jump to the one on YouTube. 100% work. It, wor it worked yes. on YouTube, but it didn't work me giving you the tape. Correct. So huh. the, 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 the thing in, in YouTube has been modulated somehow, very slightly? I don't know. What's... Enough to induce the impression of words? Something. I don't know. I'm sitting here looking at the audio file. And again, I'm not going to bore the heck out of everybody because nobody can see what I'm looking at. But I'm going to break it down and, and <laughs> break it down and just open up the audio and, and see what's really going on in there. And, and I don't know. I'll have to get back to you. It's, it's going to be too much to do on the fly. Here. I'm reminded of the, of the theme of a Twilight Zone. Okay, so. Yes, it's it's. But you know, again, I go back to who the hell put this together. What what is this about? It's been out for a couple of years. It got millions. Apparently, everybody knows about it. That you know is on Instagram or TikTok. I don't do either of well, those, so well, I never saw it. Chief, you've been in in military intelligence for yes. for what for quite a while, wasn't yeah. it? Back in the fifties or sixties. When they started playing around with uh, subliminal messages, like for example, in the movies, they would some of the frames would be words that would say, "Oh, you know, drink Coca-Cola or eat popcorn," 
and people would get this yen for a drink or something to eat while watching a movie. What if there you can? What if you do that with sound? You introduce these sounds that the brain will, will yes, yes, exactly interpret whichever way it feels. So you could actually induce. It's like a awakening hypnosis, and you, all you have to do is just make it sub uh, subsonic. So it's not actually sonic in the sense that you can oh listen to that. There's a distortion. No, you you wouldn't pick it up as a distortion, but if it's it's low enough that your brain would pick it up. Well, uh, the, the the it was weird because again synchronicity, thought, and action. So I hear about this on uh, when was it? It was Sunday, okay, and I'm fascinated with it. So then I'm get with with uh, Mark about what show we're going to put on, and he gives me a whole bunch of different YouTube things that I or rumble it whatever, and I I listen to this one. No, no, I listened to another, no, I get to this third one, and I went, oh, this is amazing, because it was a woman who, um, oh gosh, her, Amy Holm, L, Holm, H-O-L-E-M, I think, but she is working with acoustical, geez, what did she call it, let me see. You're not going to believe this when you're done. <laughs> you Go find ahead. out, Nancy. <clears throat> Go ahead. Okay, so she's working with acoustical analysis of different signals. And I, I, it's, it's so much technical stuff, I couldn't hardly follow it. And I, I'm somebody that should know this stuff. But it's so fascinating because she is able to take a signal and she works with targeted individuals. So they're saying, I think I'm being targeted. I got voices in my head. So she records background stuff in their environment and then puts it through a process that she's developed. And she can pick up all sorts of the subliminal stuff that you're referencing, Walt, mm -hmm. in, these, in, in, this, in this white noise, basically, behind the messaging, if it's, if it's television, a computer, you know, whatever, telephone. And it's just fascinating to listen to her. Like I say, you don't have to follow the science, but just follow the concepting that's happening. Because she also has worked with environments where there was mass shootings and is finding some really interesting uh, things about what's really happening to the person who is the shooter. Uh, fascinating. But so it's it's all which we're talking about here is that we're probably picking up all this acoustical information that we're not even aware of. So uh, I, well, I experienced that with the uh, engine of my vacuum cleaner. Let's say I'm vacuuming the living room, and I and I I totally is it's like to me it's a it's kind of a little bit of a hypnotic effect because you all of a sudden you pay attention to you your your I know that you're vacuuming and you're running the machine but for some reason you, like your your attention falls on the sound of the engine and all of a sudden it I'll I'll be hearing like you know when you hear a muffled conversation because there's a couple in another room of the house talking so there's this low volume conversation going on and you don't pay it much mind because it's like two members of your family talking about something. I get that impression all the time. It, I could, it's like somebody in another room to having a conversation. 
and you shut off the machine and everything stops. That's really interesting. I always have that effect. Yeah, for, for people that are at all interested in this, you should look to listen to the radio 5G that goes off tomorrow at noontime. Um, yeah, it's uh, she brings out something. And Derek, this is an interesting thing, I, I, both of you. She says, and I have no reason to doubt what she's saying, that LED light bulbs, light bulbs, have the ability to receive not just audio but visual things from an environment do either of you know about that you said receive yeah receive like they can pick up they could pick up me talking through the light yes yes that's a thing they can pick you up talking through a window i mean yeah there's no (laughs) if you vocalize something that's being heard and recorded I mean, darn near wherever you're at. It's just a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I shared in the chat, just real quickly, the instructions on how to make that file that was done. Um, so now if anybody's really interested, you can make your own using different words. So it doesn't have to be green needle and brainstorm. You can do different ones. And that's the way you can sync in time together. Oh, wow. Huh. Yeah, so you don't have to read all that now because it's a. And I had to. Oh, this chat only allows me so many characters, so I had to like patchwork it together in there. But it's all in there. Uh, how you literally do it? And, they're, and I'm so is Walton. Well, you too are probably familiar with all those audio programs. Audacity is a good one. I actually haven't installed now, but yeah. Anyway, if somebody's really she, high speed. She, she actually she actually uh, was naming the different because she said that what she's done is basic forensics electronic forensics and he asked her what kind of programs she's using and one of them she mentioned was audacity so yeah anyway interesting stuff huh yeah audacity is so yeah. it's so versatile because you can do things like for example change the pitch so you can actually without without this uh Without this particular instruction, where you're there, you're being indicated to change the amount of uh, silent space between the words. You can actually do an alteration of the pitch, so you it's like it's like you're turning a, a piece of text and you're like playing an accordion with it, making it longer or shorter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's how versatile it is. <clears throat> Derek, do you have a link to where you got that information? <laughs> you don't want me to share it. What I did, I mean, I can't if you want, but here's what happened. That's why I was saying I kind of, I, I thought I had a pause. So I thought you were done speaking a couple minutes ago. I didn't mean to step on you. Um, what I, <clears throat> excuse me, remember Nancy, we, I was on Chrononaut Chronicles and one of the guys were chatting about AI. That yes. I had, I went to that online source. So long story short, what we're talking about everybody is there's, and there's so many versions of this, and nobody freak out when you hear the truth. Not that they are, but AI, there's a lot of interpretations and, and aspects to that. But anyway, and I know there's, we can do whole podcasts, additional ones on that. But there is a, uh, an open AI, which means open source, so meaning editable by the public. Things like the, the information and modifiable. And so that's what open source means. And I'll, I'll just kind of leave it there. You can look more into it. Um, and if you go to that one, I asked it about, I just, let me see if I can see my exact question and I should be able to. 
Oh, yeah. I actually asked it to produce an audio file that can be heard as separate words when viewing the written word on screen. That's what I asked. And I hit enter. And then about two seconds later, it spit out that. Um, other than the part I cut out, because I didn't want to post it before explaining what was going on, the, act, the part that is cut out is the very beginning. It says, I apologize, but as a text-based AI, and I am unable to directly produce audio files. However, I can provide you a, and then I go from there, step-by-step -step guide. Um, but that's where it came from. Um, and again, that's, you know, we're not getting too much into that, but it's a text-based AI is what's going on there. So I was wondering if that was already in their system is kind of my, why well, I was doing that kind of behind the scenes here. Wondering, oh, I wonder if somebody put this in. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's and a great tried to get it to produce it and it didn't. Well, it said, you know, it, it apologized, of course. Um, and then it's, yeah, I'm not giving you guys a screenshot or something. And this is open source. I mean, so I mean, I don't know if you're interested in the link. It's not, again, in, especially in our realm of podcast, the deep end of the pool, anytime that term is said, uh, and AI has been around long before any one of us had ever wrapped our heads around it. Just a little behind the scenes, F, you know, info well, there. Doesn't it has? Doesn't it have its inception like around? It, uh, I think it was early '80s, late '70s, when the guys were developing these uh, text-based games. No graphics, just pure text, uh, using hyper text hyper language i was one of those guys i actually <laughs> coded with html hypertext markup language yeah. so i actually did that and yes they were all text no graphics i'm that geek before there was even did, did you ever play yeah. the the kobayashi incidents which was a text-based uh, text game uh where uh sulu is the captain of the kobayashi and he's lost in space so your job is to go out into the galaxy and uh try to find out what happened to the ship did you ever yep. play that one? <laughs> that one and many others. So for those people who want to see, you'd say like, in a different game, I'll just say, you know, it's move north. Or you'd type all this stuff in, and then all of a sudden it'd spit out some text you would read, and you'd use your imagination to do uh -huh. the graphics. Yeah. So that's what text bit. Yeah, I was into all that. I coded. I did all that. I'm a geek from way back when. So, um, but yeah, so anyway, that's why I was getting into, I mean, just one, I was curious if this AI thing had any input and... <laughs> It's fast and it figured stuff out. And it's, uh, again, it's open source. So it's not like I'm going to blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying going, I'm not promoting, I'm not dissing. I am just sharing information because everybody should be aware of everything. And then you make your own decisions from there. Um, and no, I'm not a big proponent of AI. Just I'll add that on easily. Um, but I was curious because it was another podcast that actually alerted me to this. I'm like, well, what are you talking about? So he sent me the link, open it up. I've asked it a couple questions. Um, yeah, so anyway, that's what it did. It's a free, it's a research preview. Um, and there's some caveats in there um, and other options. But yeah, no, just a an internet one. So it's a really smart search engine as well. It's tracking you everything you say, you do, it's record. I mean, what isn't though? The minute you bought a cell phone, I don't care when or got on the internet, every keystroke, no matter where you are, is recorded. That's not conspiracy theory. That's a thing. Um, so, and... Just don't go into fear about it. But anyway, that's where I got it, Nancy. Um, Very interesting. Um, yeah. You know, the, the first time uh, AI got my attention in like, oh, shit, you know, was I'd gotten this phone and, and I used that Siri, you know, to ask it a question. 
And the response it gave me was just nowhere near what I had asked. And I said a swear word, you know. And all of a sudden, the thing lights up and says, that's not very nice. <laughs> and I freaked out. It was like I got out of that, that app, and I have never hit that app again. It freaked me out. <laughs> I, I saw a funnier one in, uh, in the failed videos where there's a guy talking to the phone, and he goes, Alexa, why can't I find a date? And the answer is, well, right off, you you can't, you're not paying attention to your date, but I'm Siri. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's how he, that's how the, the AI was reacting. No, I'm not Alexa, I'm Siri. <laughs> well, you, you know, you know, the, the other thing is, is I was talking on a phone to a friend of mine who had just bought something and it sounded like something I want. Anyway, we got into this conversation. And then I hung up with her and I went over to the computer and I was I went to Facebook. And when I went to Facebook, there was an ad for the exact same thing. An ad. So they are listening to the phone and somehow tie it to my computer and then give me an ad for the very thing we were talking about. <laughs> You know, that got my attention, too. So now I'm not, I understand the benefits of AI and what it can do, but the negative parts of it is right now way too scary. Way too scary. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um, anything else we've got on that subject? I'm struggling with my mute here. No. Um, oh, interesting. Okay. No, I'm just playing with that AI thing in the background. We can go wherever you guys wanted to. Because um, did you have? No, we we finished with the. Well, we got ten. We got ten minutes before the top of the hour, and you've been uh, playing with your Sasquatch. Okay. So why don't you just tell them a little bit about what? Because it's 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 an interesting. <laughs> I'm kind of freaked out because he's. I'm telling you, he's what he's doing to this bus is going to be such a driving distraction that I'm saying to him, "You can't drive <laughs> the road with this stuff happening," you know. But uh, it'll give you an insight into Derek's mind when he tells you what he's doing with his bus. That was was, well, you bought it for two reasons. One was advertising. The, uh, to get a sign was like ridiculously expensive, but to park a bus is cheaper than design and but also to be able to do your tours so why don't you just you know tell people a little bit about what you've been doing there sure i actually uploaded in a chat a graphic this is not the actual graphic we're using that is my actual bus though um i went out and took photos of it removed the background and just threw up some you know cheesy uh old harry and henderson sasquatch sticking their heads out and some treats <laughs> But what we're doing, and again, that's the size, that's the, the bus size, holds 19 people. But what we're doing is we're gonna get it wrapped. So there'll be no yellow. Um, it'll all be forest scenes and then mountains and then sky. So instead of the yellow, it'll all look good. Um, and then those windows, yeah, we're gonna have different Sasquatches, but really, and, and then there'll be text on there. I think on that image I shared at Mystical Wares, you know, just the normal stuff for promoing. But where it's gonna draw some attention that Nancy's talking about is in the back window, 
which I'll be probably removing, breaking out today because it's tinted as well as the others, is I've, I've rigged it such and set it up that I can run a flat screen TV, push it up against, so on the inside of the bus, push it up against the back window. So, and you can't see the frames as it's of the TV because it's oversized from the window. So long story short, if you're driving behind the bus, you don't know that that's a TV up there in the window. And the second window down, by the way, the in the middle, if you're looking at the image, you can't see through that. There's some kind of hex, it's interesting, but a hexagon shaped um, insert in there. So I don't have to worry about that. So the top middle window, and you can all visualize the bus, even if you're not seeing the image, on the back of the bus is a high def TV. And I've recently, I think we talked about another podcast or something, um, purchased a studio or a production grade Sasquatch um, mask, um, just happened to be someone down in Argentina. I haven't received that one yet. I have others, um, but that really nice one's coming. And I have a full body suit and I have Bigfoot feet. So the whole get up, you know, the, um, the fur and all of that. And I'm going to do some videos uh, in just in mystical wares of me moving around. So basically to give you to get there quickly, you're going to look at the back window if you happen to be behind the bus and it's going to look like all of every once in a while, I'll like poke my head in as a Sasquatch wave, maybe hold up a sign saying, check out mystical wares, um, things like that. And that video will just be looped for the vehicles behind us. Um, and then, of course, when we pull over, because we'll have it parked in places, I'll have my get up on sometimes, sometimes not. Um, but we have, we had some custom mystical wear stickers printed that should be showing up today with our owl and logo. So we'll give those out and free shungite and crystals and stuff to the kids. So, like she said, we we looked into a new sign because our sign is like an inch. Of course, I'm exaggerating in size out there on the street. It's just really small. You can't really see us. And long, basically, it's expensive. I mean, tens of thousands of dollars. Well, this bus was way under that. Um, it was in a three thousand dollar range. Just so somebody have an idea. So it was nothing. It was just a, a used older bus, but in fantastic condition. And now it's a drivable, portable sign for us and tours and things like that. Uh, the inside was already flawless. So, again, I'll mount that window. Um, and then I have a I, – I think, Nancy, maybe I mentioned to you, but, I, I mean, I know you know I have the dragon head that blows smoke and has lights and stuff, but I'm still halfway considering sticking that thing on the bus somewhere and maybe out one of the side windows uh, so you see a smoke-breathing dragon. Um, so that's what's going to go on. It's gonna be, and she's where it's going to be. <laughs> she might be right. A big distraction um but really i mean no more than say a bunch of kids well i mean it is gonna be sasquatch i guess waving at you um but, <laughs> yeah, i, 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 I just i every time i think of this bus i think of this cartoon where all these cars are crashing around it because they can't believe what they're seeing you know you're dealing uh, with uh, the people out I'm there the, that I'm are the, I'm the, the, afraid the, the, i'm visualizing <laughs> a real sasquatch driving off with a car with a thing <laughs> oh, funny, funny. Oh, I yeah, be careful where you park it. <laughs> oh, I know. Funny, funny. I'll be um, actually in my driving my Sasquatch suit. It's one that you can see through. It's not like limited vision or anything. That new one coming up again. It's a, a production or studio grade one, so it's made so you can see through it. So I have a whole get up again. Uh, and I'm aware of mystical wears like sweatshirt or a big shirt over the the furry body. It is a full body suit and all that. I'm um, with hands and everything. So I'll be driving as a Sasquatch with another Sasquatch, me. So it looks like, like a family of Sasquatches because it'll be the same mask that I'm putting on video back there. And when they, they get up to the side and they look over the driver, uh-huh, they're going to see another Sasquatch driving and I'll turn and wave at people. 
Um, you know, just imagine how many passengers, nobody driving, take photos. <laughs> the local TV station is going to interview you, no doubt. Oh, it'll be great. Yeah, it'll be fun. And I'm <laughs> I'm such a, a geek anyway and corny. I'll, I'll put the get up on because, you know, they won't see me. I'll have the mask on and I'll, I'll have fun with it. So, you know, I'll do all different little things in the window. And I've got smaller TVs for the side if if I want to. I've got, you remember, I've got this studio prop aliens as well. If I wanted to go that route, I could lower the windows in the bus on the side because they're tinted. So you just see whatever I had peeking out. I have some. I, I, we got so many options there. It's it's going to be fun, but that's what we're doing in the next couple of weeks. We're already chatting. I'm doing the graphics myself right now. We're choosing them. I'll say, um, putting it all together, designing it, and then I'll send off that image to the the, the company. They're going to print a thirty foot long, well, double, so sixty foot long wrap, and do the bust. So there'll be no yellow when it's all done. By the way. Um, I'll take the stop sign off. I, I need to think of something because everything works. The lights, the bar up front, the stop sign that opens up when you want to. So I'm trying to think of something interesting I could put on there. Um, so when I stop at like a, a red light, I can hit the button and all of a sudden that little stop sign opens, but it won't be a stop sign. It'll be, I don't know. That's where I'll get creative. Too bad you can't put warp nacelles on the sides. That would be so neat. <laughs> you know, like a Star Trek shuttlecraft. Oh, yeah. Funny. Yeah, that'd be. I'm gonna, I'll get creative with this thing. We'll just see how. And I got to keep it legal because I can't even have stuff poking off of it. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe the dragon head on the front windshield. Remember, it's a bus, so there's a massive windshield that's what? Well, seven foot, ten inches long. I had to go measure. Wow. Yeah. There's. Oh yeah. There's a lot of room. A lot of things I can work with. Ay ay ay. I know. I know. So we'll, I'll get. I'll get video. Um, well, one day you sent me a picture and he had taken the E.T. character and put it in his passenger side of his car. <laughs> He's driving around with E.T. in this passenger seat. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah. how I get pictures taken of me. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Derek has a little boy side to him that just <laughs> likes to play. <laughs> and I get he makes bored some... easily. Yes, you do. I think so. But you, I, I enjoy you so much because, you know, you go off on these excursion things that are just so much fun. Oh, my heavenly day. Yeah, this will be fun. Yeah, that mask is coming from Argentina. Walt, did you grew up in Argentina. Did you have Bigfoot, Sasquatch? Uh, no, everything is imported. Everything in Argentina has to be imported from the outside. You know, those uh, people that live in islands... And they don't have drinking water, so it has to be brought in with ships. Argentina is that way, but it's not an island. Let me give you an example. I grew, I was born in 59, so I grew up in the 60s. I never even heard of the word Halloween. Well, guess what? Now Argentina has Halloween every year. No sense whatsoever, because Halloween was, you know, Halloween didn't, was, didn't come up in the Spanish culture. You know, the... Uh, the Anglo-Saxons, the Normans, they, they had Halloween, but the Spanish people? So everything has to be imported, you know. <laughs> so I, I bet you now they have Sasquatch because they, they do have a, in the southern part of Argentina in the, in the mountains, there's a, I, I've never been there because it's incredibly expensive to travel there. There's an area called Bariloche it's it's known as the Argentine Switzerland. In fact, 
it looks so much like Switzerland that it's full of uh, Nordic and uh, German immigrants living there. And uh, I bet you that they have Sasquatch already. The, the, the story has already gotten around where they, they've transplanted Sasquatch and they're living there. Because you, you guys say that the Sasquatch is quite capable of teleporting itself wherever it wants. So I'm not surprised if they're there already. Interesting. Well, good <laughs> luck with every everything you're doing there. It looks like oh, we're going to have so much fun watching, getting pictures of you scaring people. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not scaring them. It's a friendly Sasquatch mask. That's why I had to make sure of that. It wasn't an evil one. Well, the one that came with a with a suit was scary as hell. Oh, <laughs> that one's horrible. Yeah. Oh, remember that we can talk when we get back if you want, because I know break's coming. But we have all those new cedar wood Sasquatch carvings as well. Oh know. yes, yes, Sorry, absolutely. All right, we're going to take the break. It'll be three minutes.
And welcome. <laughs> Can you believe? Thank you for listening to Cosmic Reality Radio. I was hit. I was hitting the wrong button. <laughs> what can I tell you? I thought I had this all together. Okay, <laughs> back to Shungite Reality, May sixteenth, twenty twenty-three. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit and Walt Silva. Um, I put images in chat. Oh, okay. Of, I have yeah. of some. I have Jalissa right now. She's at the store, so she's taking images or photos of the new Sasquatch and Green Man owl carvings at the store, and I'll have those shortly. Um, but the ones I, because I don't have them on my phone, but what I showed in chat was an image of my Sasquatch feet. I was just in our garage at the store and wanted to test them out, so that's why I'm in normal clothes and just put on the feet um, is what that is. And then... One of the carvings, I shared an image. You kind of have to zoom in on that guy, but there's a cedar wood Sasquatch head that I just kind of propped up against the new Shungai Koi Pond. Um, and then I'll get other images as, as Jalissa gets them to me. But that's what I shared during break. Okay, are you still, <clears throat> excuse me, are you still going to have the raffle going? Oh, yeah, the raffle. Oh, yeah. So we, oh, shoot. Yeah, if you've got an image, if you can share it. So what we have is a raffle, oh, and I lowered the price, so it's $2 um, for a raffle, and what it is, and we'll get an image when we can, but it's about a, it's 17 or 18 inches tall, it's a Sasquatch cedar wood carved hand of the Sasquatch, This in this case, uh, doing the peace sign, and then he's got the word believe carved into the bottom, and again, we'll share that image. So what we're doing is we set up a, a raffle, and on June 1st, we'll pick a winner, and it's so if it's an online person that wins, uh, free shipping. So you just your two dollar raffle ticket, and I had it initially at three, but decided to lower down to two. Um, oh, there we go. So yeah, it's a whole. And there, oh, oh, great, you got me holding it too. <laughs> yeah, I saw that image later. I'm like, oh. Um, but isn't that dangerous for the Sasquatch? Now the police have their fingerprints on file. Oh, great! You had to point that out. No. <laughs> <laughs> we, remember, we sandpapered his fingerprints off, so he's good. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. So he's covered. Oh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, that's a good image, promo image, I mean, uh, or a thing you put together there. But, yeah, so it's up there. Uh, I know it says $3 because I didn't tell Nancy I changed it. So at least then it'll be a happy surprise when they show up. Um, but how are you signing up for that? It's just a product on mysticalwares.com uh, website in the store. It's right there on the front page. You can click on it if you're interested. Um, but yeah, we'll send that out. We got others in store. Um, yeah, those are, a couple of those made it in my office and on display, but that same guy, Marcus, uh, I don't know his name in front of me, Jansen, um, I'll have to look it up, um, but it's linked on our website as well, who is here local in the Pacific Northwest, carves this, and I asked him for these things, I don't know, just a couple weeks ago. And he he whittled them all together. Um, and again, just let's just take better photos because I put a couple of these. So if, for those that are looking in the back top right corner of the image Nancy just shared, there's a, we'll call him a green man or an old man of the forest with an owl sitting on his head. So that is up front now. Um, those feet, he didn't know, he did those custom for me. He didn't even know if he could make them. I'm like, I need some Sasquatch feet. And everything I'd seen up until this point, um, it was okay, I'll just say. Um, I was happy to have them. These are phenomenal. So what I did, Nancy, was took one of those feet, and they're about a foot and a half long. They're they're like actual size. And I have a, I don't know, maybe a six or seven, eight-inch diameter um, 
sphere, crystal ball. I sat right in there. So for those that can't see the image, it's a wood carved Sasquatch foot that he left on a piece of wood. Those aren't separate pieces. He didn't nail the foot on a piece of wood. That's all one carving. And then where the ankle would be and go up, you know, he had to cut it off at some point just for a carving of a foot. There's a hole there that just happened. He didn't do it intentionally. Happened to hold, you know, some one of our spheres. So it looks really cool up there um, on display. It's, it's one of those spheres, Nancy, where you may have seen it. And we had it on our website for a little while, but if you walk, if you hold up this glass as a glass one and look through it, it reverses, of course, everything you're seeing. So a lot of people like to take photos through them and things like that. That's the kind of deal we put on there. And then one of those is in uh, my Angelus's office, one of the feet. It was just, again, I had them custom making. They're just really cool. So, um, and I'll get, again, better images up when I can. But yeah, it was all really all about the raffle we were telling you. So you can... Get one of those and not have to worry about shipping because if you win it, it's going to be free shipping. Um, but that'll be running for the next couple of weeks. So I think June 1st. Well, what would the retail price be on the uh, the hand? Um, I mean, I'll tell you, but the thing is it's different on theirs. On this, because it's a local artist, we're really about the energy, meaning we want them, in this case, him, Marcus, promoted because he's just phenomenal um on the art and the energy behind him he came in with his significant other the other day and i, I got to meet um them together and it was awesome so it was we we don't bring it in as a normal retail thing with a normal well you got to make this percentage um because we don't want the you know the lion's share of the energy going to the artist so what we would sell these for which um i don't know the hand we haven't even priced them yet probably two hundred dollars um in store if we had the, now shipping if it was online it'd have to be substantially more that's why i did as a raffle because otherwise it it'd start jumping up in price and shipping and i'm like oh that's just not affordable um because i try and look at things like you know could somebody actually get it but in store two hundred dollars probably for just the hands and every other piece from that um so they go up substantially i, just, I won't get into all the pricing just um because in case they, i know I, i'm about promoting him what i'm saying is I don't want to say, hey, this price, because I want to send people to him. Go to him, contact Market uh, Carving Creations, I think it is, on Instagram. Uh, again, I'll share that. But it is on our website, um, his information and all of that. So you can go look at the raffle. You don't even buy tickets. Get his info. Go track him down. Contact him. Um, he'll do custom pieces. The guy's phenomenal. So that's really what I'm about is promoting him. Um, and then, again, we'll get these images. We're using some of them as decor in the store, of course. I don't think you should let go of the uh, green man owl. No, he's he's up front. And again, uh, Jalissa is opening the store herself right now alone. So it's a lot happening. But when she can, she's going to send over some images because he ended up right up front um, in the front entrance way. And so did the one that you can't really see. But the one to the left of him, because he's those are the two that are completely 3D. If you go around the back side of the green man, the guy with the owl on his head, He's got a couple big mushrooms back there growing out of the ground, all sorts of stuff you don't see. And the same with the Sasquatch to the left that looks like he's literally holding a tree. Um, if you go around the back, it's full 3D. I mean, he's got a, a backside to him. He's got a hand back there that you don't see. And I did what I, oh, I stuck a, a shung, and we've talked about this before, but a Shungite sphere in that tree stump the Sasquatch is holding that has been copper tree wrapped by another local artist. So we're promoing his stuff, and it just kind of sits in that nook like it was made for it. Um, and again, I'll get those images up when I when I see the email come in. 
but that's something else that's been going on. In fact, they just got sent. I was just notified, so I'll have them up here in just a moment. Um, I don't know if the uh, and the other people uh, he does he's oh I don't know if I got it out because again I go just too fast when I'm speaking. He's the one that did do the I don't know the thing is over seven foot tall the big Sasquatch one in there we've talked about before, and we do have a new photo gallery everyone um, or a more emphasized one on mysticalwares.com if you kind of scroll down you'll see the images but lots of images of a lot of these things and the different fairs that happen at Mystical Wares that we've started again. Um, and I'm actually downloading these images right now, so you're gonna have them here in literally seconds. Yeah, they're uh, it's just phenomenal the um, the quality that he does on all of this stuff. And here we go. Let's and you it. said it was cypress wood, correct? No, cedar. Cedar. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. See, I got cypress on the brain. <laughs> so I'm gonna upload these one at a time in the chat. So there's the foot with the sphere in it I told you about, just because they're so big. I'll get it. She got a couple good shots of it. Um, but yeah, and that's just on one of the tables as you enter there. And then here's the the green man or old man of the woods with the owl on his head. He made it up front with a big old chunk of amethyst. And that's a little plant. Um, they, she called it mother-in-law's tongue. <laughs> I'm sure there's another name for it. But that green plant behind the old man and the, and the owl there um, was just a few inches tall a few years ago when, when a customer came in and gifted it to us. And that's what's happened. It's just it's. And you can't really get the size. I have I have that all over my yard. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's, it's, a awesome protect, it's a protection plant. Oh, okay. Well, it grows crazy. Well, everything it does in Mr. Gores. Well, some of mine are like six feet. Oh, okay. So I now it's, I know how big these it's get. It's more. Well, it's more of a tropical. I don't know if it'll get. Well, you kind of are in a tropical environment up there, aren't you? Not with the heat, but with the humidity and everything. So maybe. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Well, they, well, it lives they inside wares. Well, it probably won't grow too tall. Mine are out in the, you know, dirt. They grow natural. Here, and I'll, I'll give you an update. I absolutely love that carving. That's so. Is, it, is this one of Mona's uh, copper trees? Um, no, not one of Mona's. Mona's stuff is fantastic. This is a local, a different local artist that does similar but different copper trees and each i've seen lots of people who, of course copper trees and each one is different and unique mm. and i don't know that i've ever seen a bad one but no this one's not a mona one this is a, a local artist um al and I, I again i don't have all the info to share his info online but he comes in and actually um copper wraps some of our love and healed laser etched shungai ovals that we sell as pendants um that's one way we were able to to get that out of there i'm looking at that tree now yeah that's a good shot and he that's that guy that was saying was 3d so if a customer's behind him which is where as you can see the pos or cash register is if they look to their left the high detail just like you see in the front i mean look at his furrowed brow his, his wrinkles <laughs> on his forehead. i mean he and his teeth i mean it's just incredible i can't say enough good things about marcus and his talent um on what he does and we're gonna have other things brought in and and hopefully Get them in some of these shows or uh, fairs, we should say. Um, yeah, sorry for those that are just listening. You don't get the, the images, but you can go to mysticalwares.com and then we're going to add these images to our, um, our uh, that photo booth I was telling you about down below. Gallery, the photo gallery. Well, anybody that might really get into looking and wanting, you can go back, go to the uh, chat, and if it's not too many days out, you can go back and see the, in the chat 
without, you know, I don't think you even have to sign in the pictures he's talking about. But normally I make a, a photo of with relevant pictures from the show. And you can find that too. Just you'll see photo, <coughs> show, show photo, and click on that, and it'll take you to an image. So, in the pod, in any of the podcast uh, sites that are showing you the descriptions, giving you information. Yeah, I'll have it up. I just made a note, so it'll happen now. Um, I'll get it up on all these images because just took some really good ones up on our Instagram account. So we do have a Mysticors Instagram as well for those that are there where we'll get these um yeah we'll share them all over the place but they're really cool yes they are it's very cool okay um did you have something else someplace else you wanted to go <clears throat> no just because of a lot of it's in-store stuff um <clears throat> that i i kind of hate to do a pot so an example i'll just go really quickly is the new um what do i call it you think it was a gumball machine uh Four, no, it's probably five, I don't know, four or five foot tall, a big guy that holds hundreds of capsules, so not gum. It holds those little two-inch plastic capsules that you can put toys in. So I got one of those, um, and we put crystals, shungi, rocks, little soapstone animals, bracelets, all sorts of goodies in there. Um, and I'm going to decor it up somehow. I'll get creative with that, with that, and maybe a crystal ball gimmick thing or something. We'll see. Um, showing up at Mystical Wares too. We're putting that together. So just always different things. And then we quickly went over the Shungite Koi Pond. I think we mentioned maybe on another podcast, but that's people having yesterday. I walked back there. I'm like, and I see people just sitting on the floor and what they're doing is sitting. And I, yeah. I shared the image. I think a minute ago um, of that Koi Pond. They're just, and they're just staring at the fish. There's a half dozen Koi fish, a bunch of uh, butterfly tailed goldfish and just other stuff in there. Um, that's really cool. And then Shungite, Pyramid. Oh, that's what I want to get to. I have a Shungite pyramid in there, Nancy and Wall, and it's a maybe there's a more, I'm sure there is, technical name for this shape of pyramid, but it's the one we typically call the Russian one, the tall one, a little more narrow. So I had a I have lots of them, but a Shungite one of those has a slight chip in it. So, you know, it's I don't want to sell it, but it's clearly not bad. Um, so I put that in the fish tank or the, uh, the Shungai Koi Pond with other things. There's a spear in there. There's huge, like five pound, I don't know, three or four pound chunks of Shungai as well. And the fish are responding to that pyramid more than, and it doesn't surprise me, but it's, it's kind of cool to see it happen, um, you know, straight in front of you and they'll swim around it. They'll look at themselves in it because it's so reflective and they'll hang around. They could go anywhere else. And I'm, I have it out exposed because typically, of course, fish and I have stuff where they can hide in there and they do that when they want to. But no, it's out in an open area and they're really responding to that pyramid. Um, and so are the people. So it's cool. to see. I see Jalissa just joined us in chat and she might be on radio as well. I don't know. Um, but either way, she's at least in chat. But she's probably running the front of the store. So I think that's the only other new thing we have going on right now. Um, other than we'd have a fair this weekend in store. So that will happen this weekend. Um, did we talk, Nancy, about anything else this last week? That, um, well, I, I, yeah. Uh, what time is it? Uh, yeah, we can have fun with this one. <clears throat> this This, again... This is not just about Shanghai. It's about enterology, about the, the energy universe, the living universe, as we talked about last week. And one of the things that is, 
I say it all the time, is that there's synchronicities and there's coincidences, but that's all thought in action. Okay, so I'm just going, you know, tripling through the TV channels and I see this show and it says the ghosts of flight 401. Now, I don't look at ghost hunters, you know, well, very, very seldom. And I wouldn't have thought to do that except that it was flight 401. And all of a sudden my memory is being tripped, you know, what why did why why is this jumping out at me? What what is this, you know? Well, it turned out that when I came down to Miami from Massachusetts in 1973, it was the fall of 73. In that December, uh, an American Airlines plane landing in Miami had the nose wheel indicator did not come on, saying that it was locked. So they asked to uh, do a flyby and to come around while they checked the wheel. So they sent the engineer down into the underbelly, you know, where he could, I, my understanding is he could visually see if it was in a locked position from that vantage point. And his name is uh, Don Repo. So Don has gone down into the bottom underneath them, the pilot and the co-pilot. And they are trying to see if it's a bad light switch. Is there a short in the, the light itself? And supposedly, according to the final decision, they got distracted. And whereas they thought they were doing a two thought that they were at 2,000 feet, somehow or another, they were at 900 feet before they realized it. And they tried to pull up but couldn't. And they hit the Everglades and then flipped over three times before it crashed into a levee and just disintegrated. So the crash scene was the middle of a swamp with alligators, with poisonous snakes. And this plane is just done, uh, you know, the, you looked at the wreckage and what you could see, you didn't see any wings or anything that looked like a plane. It was just an amazing debris field. Well, 171 people, uh, let me think of, was that, yeah. I think it was 171 people died, but 73 people actually survived. And so this guy, whose name I, I wrote it down, but I don't know where I wrote it, which is typical of me. This guy was uh, very impressive because he had, first off, when he would set up to do a, an investigation, he had a dozen, at least, different pieces of equipment that are very high-tech, and they went from visual um, uh, images that are in different frequencies, videos in different frequencies to look at different energy fields, to a number of those uh, sound boxes where the background noise, like we were talking about earlier, is being picked up, but they people can hear voices inside that noise. Uh, and to be honest with you, I never can quite hear what they hear when I have, you know, from time to time seen some of this stuff go. Um, it's like, I don't really hear it. But 
so he gets this psychic who is somebody that I had seen before, very impressive, very down to earth, and very accurate, very detailed. She does stuff from just walking into an area and reading it, you know, energetically to uh, doing automatic writing and actually drawings. Sometimes she'll draw things. Very accurate. So they get together and go out to the Everglades where this crash happened at night. <laughs> he had already been out there uh, looking at it and he knew the layout and stuff, but she does, she goes into these things. She wants to know nothing as little as possible. And she all she knew was an air aircraft uh, had crashed. So she was able to point out, she said, I'd get two, two places. And the two places was where the accident started and where it finished on the levee. So they get out there and he sets up this, like I say, dozens, at least a dozen different things, maybe more. And he's got a film crew and some of the people filming this have uh, different cameras set up. And one of them could detect energy field changes that represented spirits. And, you know, they'd say to him, okay, you've got somebody touching your arm. And you could see it in the camera. They'd show you the video of what they were seeing. It was really very, very impressive. But everything was screaming. I mean, screaming. She had already picked up on a woman who was screaming. And they had heard, people had heard the woman screaming out there in the Everglades. Well, it turns out that there was an infant that they found in the water. And this child was saved, but his parents died. And it would appear that it was uh, this woman because she could see her child being taken, but she didn't know where it was being taken to. Um, <clears throat> so that was part of it. This is a two-hour show, so I'm going to condense it very quickly. But I wanted to kind of set up, you know, what it was that they were looking at. And they were hearing, I had no problem hearing what they were hearing. Help. Uh, what's your name? Chris. What, you know, another voice comes in. What's your name? Don. I mean, it was like, and all this static, I mean, the tremendous amount of white noise coming over this, these machines. So they end up doing some investigation, and what they discovered was that, and this was a known, I knew this story, because I knew somebody that was involved in the psychic, the, well, the psychic research, trying to figure out why there were certain airplanes within American Airlines that were having really very, let's say, <sighs> undeniable interactions with ghosts on these planes and it was only a few of them but they all were having apparitions all of a sudden appear not just to the to the crew but to the passengers and it was being hushed up they talked to the people in the inside you know and people that had investigated this story for decades and yes i knew about this because i knew one of the people that actually did the research that determined that what was happening is that when the plane disintegrated, it was in a swampy area, so the ground is mushy, and a lot of the equipment, very expensive equipment, was fully intact, and they took that equipment and put it on these planes that then ended up being haunted. So when they realized this, when this report came out, um, 
then Eastern Airlines very quietly behind the scenes, you know, took all this American Airlines. I'm saying Eastern American Airlines took all the um, the equipment out of the planes and, and the apparition apparition started. You know, no more. They didn't see him after that. So they find this out. Apparently, they didn't even know that story, but they find that story out. And then they find out that a mile away, another plane had crashed. And it must have been a decade later. Again, it was um, uh, value jet. And there was some kind of a thing that they were shipping on the plane that caught on fire. And then the plane crashed. But there was all this talk at the time that the plane was still could fly it but the pilot had crashed it and i never did really follow you know what the final verdict was but for a while there the pilot who was a female pilot was being um you know pointed to as that she crashed the plane well in my opinion if you're a a pilot and you know that your plane's going down one way or another you've lost complete control there's a, a you know the fire did damage it enough but I would have put it in the ground too instead of plowing into the city because that airport is right on the in the city so to me she probably was it was more of a heroic uh, situation than you know pilot error um, whatever but they find out that there's this other plane and a mile apart. And then somebody points them to Coral Castle. And Coral Castle is where a lot of very, we've talked about it many times, but Coral Castle in Miami, you can read about it. It's this one guy that did superhuman, created super in a superhuman way, a little stone kind of village thing that, is magical beyond belief and I've been there I physically have been there many times and for years when it was not so well known even and when I got there originally I met one of the caretakers who was also like a guide um, and later on the whole thing would get very commercial like but at this time it was very raw it was like Ed had left it and so what he was showing me were the, the workshop that Ed was using and it was just me and him and we're inside and he said I gotta show you this and he says okay just be aware of what you're feeling where you're standing and I was like okay and he said okay take three steps to the left and I did and all of a sudden everything changed it was so freaky and he said you feel it and I said yes and he said I don't know what it is but this is what Ed was working with because there's no human way that he could have done this by himself with you know, the equipment he had. So the verdict became very interesting when they went to Coral Castle and they had a windshield, one, one of the side windows, they had the, the window, and that was being like the anchor bringing these people into like the haunting on the planes. So they brought that to Coral Castle with them and they set up all the equipment stuff. Well, I thought it had been crazy before, but in Coral Castle it was just off the register. And, but now, instead of, you know, one word things coming over, maybe two or three, you were getting phrases, very clearly, very audible. And the guy was asking, uh, he was talking to Don Repo, who they had 
absolutely he said this is don you know he said don who's what's your name don and they had had conversations that were a little more extensive than you normally hear already but now he's asking him he said are are the two plane crashes and the coral castle is this somehow all connected and it was connected clear as bell connected okay and then uh the question i think was well what what is happening are you trapped can you not get out and the word that came back was it's a vortex and then he went on after that and said they changed the geography and in doing so changed the energy grid and yes we're trapped in a vortex now i'm just it didn't say it that clear it was a little bit hesitant and broken up a bit but that's what everybody that heard the exchange came away with now this just amazed me Walt because we've got an energy device that is virtually on the same energy grid that these these others are we're also at the corner of the Bermuda Triangle when they say the Bermuda Triangle one of the points is Miami so you can have a tremendous amount of energy in this area we also have one of your cloud busters that we call the eagle that is also got one of your resonators the sun resonator so we've got a very powerful energy field from all ways you look at it and i'm in the middle of this thing and i keep flooding out but i said to you the last time i said you said well is it not working and i said well i'm not sure it's not working because yes i'm getting floods but the floods aren't getting in the house it's going around the house and you know this is a, this if you knew this house most of the time the water would come up from underneath you but the lay of the land takes the water that's coming off the street and this crazy ass drainage system they put in there is now acting like a flash flood effect on my property the water just goes around the house and out into the backyard and when the backyard fills up then i get water coming into the back of the house so i said well technically i'm still not flooding i don't have to leave the house but it just seemed to me that there was some natural reason because the cloudbuster the eagle is designed to make a communication link between the ground and the sky to keep things in a state of balance well what if the state of balance for this whole area which i know is true is to be a flood plain for water from the from the west part of the everglades in the everglades to flow through my property out to the atlantic so um it was just and what they think was cuz cuz once they realized that they might be in this vortex you've got an electromagnetic and probably scalar and gosh only knows how many other things are involved in whatever this vortex is apparently trapped a whole bunch of souls and you, you you got two aircraft that have a mechanical problem 
at the time that they're about to land, that they're flying through this stuff. And both planes, um, the pilots become the source of the crash, pilot error. And they began to realize maybe it wasn't pilot error. Maybe this vortex that they're flying through is confusing them. And when you're an automatic pilot and you're landing in Miami, you know, no problem because everything's happening. Even if you are confused, you probably don't even realize you're confused. But in a crisis situation, which both planes had, then you're trying to fight through the fog and what's happening because you're in this vortex that caused those crashes. But anyway, I, th I thought this was, a, was a, an amazing story and that it had so many lessons to be learned in it. But if those people are stuck in those vortices, um, it should be possible to release them. Well, that's what they did. They got another um, psychic. Okay. Uh, I don't know that she was so much a psychic as she was a metaphysician, but they did do a ceremony to uh, open up the portal of light and take them home. So. Oh. So then there shouldn't be any more uh, energy distortions. If well, that's, that may be true. But again, if it's because of the, um, they changed the geography and affected the ley line somehow, the energy grid. And you know, the other thing that, that it just keeps coming to my head, which, so I pay attention to these things. Years and years ago, somebody that I obviously had a lot of respect in told me that there was a pyramid in Florida. And I'm going like, there, there is no, and they said it was a big one, like a big one. And I, no, there is no, there is no pyramid in Florida. But I keep getting the feeling that maybe there is a pyramid, but it's just like, well, you, you haven't listened to any of uh, Michael Salas' uh, report uh, these past two months. No. And and uh, one of the one of his guests that he is constantly interviewing is this this fellow. He goes by the letters JP, uh, who is a member of the. He's an army soldier, and. He started working with Michael Salab back in the in the 2014, but the reason he enlisted is because it was actually for his own safety, because he's got the DNA that uh, these alien devices respond, so he can actually get into places where other people can't get into places. So he's done a number of missions that he's posed. Uh, based on his description, it appears that his main area where he's been posted is in the Florida. And he's done a number of missions in different areas of Florida. And one of the things that, that uh, he keeps repeating is that uh, in Florida, there's a number of, uh, there is under, there's an underground civilization. He refers to these people as ant people. Uh, he, he describes them, they, they have some kind of, they look human and they have some kind of growth on their heads, so they look like ants, but they're, but they're humanoid, and uh, they exist underground, and they're in the area of, of uh, Florida. 
And yes, they do have advanced technology beyond what humans have. And uh, one of the one of his recent missions is that uh, underground, which I know it's difficult to conceive of things in Florida being underground, considering that everything about Florida, they say, oh, no, you can't do anything underground because the water table is very high. So you can't go, well, it's, it, there seems to be some something not 100% true regarding that because this uh, young fellow describes quite a number of very large uh, uh, structures existing underground. And and they have uh, a lot of activity going on underground. And uh, for example, in one of the recent shows, he was describing uh, this base, which is uh, hidden from view because of the special technology. So uh, the, the base opens up to the sky like the mouth of a volcano, but uh, there is a, a projected energy field made of something of, of lasers that allows ships to come in for a landing, but you can't see anything because this, what this thing is doing is actually uh, somehow deflecting the, the light. So anything coming in for a landing looks invisible because the light around it has been altered. So based on all the, the things that I've heard so far, there's a ton of uh, exotic uh, technology involved in the area of, of Florida. And I wouldn't be surprised if where you are is one of those places based on what he, this young man describes all the time. Well, um, I'll, t- I'll tell you, when, when we were building the Merkaba and we, were, we had um, a pyramid, a Giza pyramid-shaped pyramid on top of a circle and we were putting it we had legs off of that and we were putting it up and we basically were just pushing them down we weren't using a hammer or anything the the things were what 10 feet high but we're pushing them into the ground and i've got two guys and myself and they're like having a problem i can see that because i was like kind of stationary while they got at least some of them, and I could see they were having trouble with it because it was, you know, a little harder than, and I thought, well, boy, I better, you know, put some muscle into mine, and when I did, it virtually went whoosh right down, and I looked at them, and they looked at me, and they, they, I said, there seems to be a cavity right under us, and, you know, yes, it was an opening to the, uh, to the underground. Mm. Long story about that. Maybe we'll talk about it on Cosmic Reality. Jalissa's here. Jalissa, sorry to keep you. Oh, no. Off. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to jump in whenever whenever I can. Happy to be here. Awesome. Derek, did you have something that you wanted her to tell people? I don't know. I don't, did I? And she didn't hear the first part. She was busy doing other things. First part of the uh, show. So I'm trying to think of... What maybe I didn't talk about or announce, um, or what's, what else is going on? We talked about the Sasquatch stuff, uh, Jalissa, and then the fair this weekend coming up. Yeah, was there- I don't know. Can I tell them what happened this morning? <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Gosh, it's just been like, I don't know what's going on with the energies today. So I'll have to definitely look in uh, what's going on with the planets. But yeah, everything this morning has just been like all these obstacles for me, like 
taking my kids to school. I've been was stuck behind like an oversized load twice and then getting stopped on construction. But then when I come to the store, I have an alarm going off and I know this alarm has never gone off, at least for me. I don't know if Derek has had this happen before, but I could not no. get it to stop. <laughs> and so it's like, oh my gosh, today has already been a whirlwind. Um, but I'll just uh, take the day, go easy with it because um, there's no speeding through any of these roadblocks. It's just kind of, okay, go at the pace that it's allowing you to, to go. Oh, that's like anti everything in me. I'm like, no, plow through it. Master, harder, strong. Yeah, and that gets me nowhere, of course, but welcome to my life. Well, I have, I have to agree with Jalissa that the energies today are very strange. I mean, I most days they are, but even this morning, it was like I just didn't want to get out of bed. And I hadn't slept the normal, you know, seven or eight hours. It was more like six. And it was like, Something something just is, uh, I feel like I'm on a roller coaster and I'm going up a hill and I'm about to get to the top. That's kind of what I feel. So maybe we should just hold on to our britches, Jalissa. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Like I said, like Derek, he's just like, no, pushes through everything he can, which, yeah, I agree with to a certain extent, but I mean, with this, it's just like, nope, there is no going around here. You got to sit in this and go hurry up and wait. <laughs> go with the flow. Yep, exactly. Like it's not letting me uh, go around or go any faster. So I'm just going to have to deal go with, with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all in the timing. Yes. But the alarm this morning, oh my goodness, it was like ear piercing. I couldn't even concentrate to like try to read how to... Um, to reset this alarm and to make it stop. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Can you hit the eject button so you can get it out of it? Oh, I no. was trying to rip it off the wall. <laughs> I was like, how do I get it off the wall? Like, there's got to be a battery. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was oh. texting Derek too in the background, but he was um, on radio, of course. And I was like, I can't get this alarm to stop. What are you, What is this? <laughs> yeah, I'd never heard it go off, so I didn't. That's yeah, that was new so, to me. So nobody nobody called you from a, an administrator's office or somebody? Nobody minds that alarm at all? It's not even active being broadcast somewhere. Something from an old <laughs> whoever else was in that building um before. We don't it's not an active thing we use. So it shouldn't even have been all I don't even understand how it's on, how it went <laughs> off. And it, no, that makes sense. It was just well, our luck or my luck this morning. <laughs> well, that's it's kind of not 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 for the uh, electricity bill, you're paying electricity for an alarm that doesn't do anything. That's not 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 very good. <laughs> no, it's not even yeah. set up. Again, it's it, sh it's it shouldn't even have been active. I don't even know what the heck's going on with it. I'll have to look at it when I get there because I'm not there right now. Um, but yeah, something's going on with it clearly. I'm going to show a couple images right now in chat of something, a couple of pieces of artwork that. Jalissa got me recently. Let me get one of them in there right now while I do the other one real quick. And I thought it was like really interesting and that way she can tell you guys a little bit about it. So it's in chat now. And I'm gonna go get the other one real quick. Um, it's of, cause for those that don't know, and which is probably everybody, I'm actually, I'm a retired a lot of things. One of my previous careers, it seems like another lifetime now, was a commercial deep sea diver. So I used to actually go off, dive off oil rigs with umbilical cords. And when I'm saying this is because if you look at the image, 
you'll see a commercial diver in what's called a Mark V dive helmet. And I've actually dove that helmet. Um, one of the very few people still living that has. Because um, there's still, I mean, you don't use them in commercial diving. I did it in dive school. It was kind of just to be able to have a chance to go through it and see what it was like. Um, so it wasn't like I did it every day or something. But it was interesting um, and a lot of fun. And the reason I'm bringing this up is, and I'm about to share another image, is because how odd I thought it was that, of course, you know, Jalissa finds this artwork and she'll tell you more about it, um, tying in a whole galactic universe feel and a commercial deep sea diver. I mean, how many of us, you know, and by the way, there's only several hundred deep, deep sea commercial divers on the planet at any one time because it's just such a small field that it is, you know, a very small number. And I knew a lot of them and there weren't many woo-woo ones. I'll tell you that. So I just thought it was kind of unusual she came across these two uh, pieces of artwork. And there's the second one. So I'll let you, if you got anything to add, Jalissa. Well, it was just one of those, you know, I wasn't searching for anything and I just, you know, came across it. I was led to go to, you know, this area. So um, the kids and I, we went out uh, this weekend for Mother's Day weekend and uh, did a little camping, but we stopped on our way back in a small town here in Washington called Leavenworth. Um, it's a, you know, a touristy place, um, but they had an art fair. And so I took the kids and they didn't really want to go to the, the booths, but I was like, no, come on, let's go. Let's go check it out. See um, what we can find. And this artist uh, like uh, saw these ones right away. And I'm like, oh, that's, you know, like Derek was saying, unusual. Um, and I was like, Derek has those dive or uh, replica dive helmet in our office. Um, so I was like, and I loved how it was tying together the universe. Um, well, but it's obviously that this diver actually comes from another universe because he has to wear the suit in order to be able to explore this universe. Yeah. So that's a visitor and, from another universe. <laughs> yeah. And on the back of them, there's like a little information from the artist and he was there. And so I didn't chat with him or ask him any questions. He was helping other people. Um, but on the back, I think the first image he shared, um, it was, he painted it in 2019 and he, he called it going deep. And then the second painting, uh, the second picture there, he, it was painted in 2020 going deeper is what he called it. And so this artist also had other, um, paintings that I thought Derek would like, um, like some Sasquatch paintings and UFOs and like abduction, um, paintings and they're all really great i just i couldn't buy them all i wanted to but i thought that these two uh that were definitely meant for derek so did you want to uh read what the backs say i'm actually just took a photo i'm trying to send it see if i can get it there um but i'll just read it. it'll be quicker anyway so on the one let's see the 2019 one going deep if you're looking at the image it's the uh the deep sea diver with the Mark V dive helmet is what that's called, looking into a treasure chest with looks like a, uh, a whole galaxy popping out of it. So that one is, let me get it right, is 2019 called Going Deep. This canvas previously had failed artworks on it. Make, let me, okay, this is, let me get this right and see them. Okay. This canvas previously had several failed artworks on it, making for mountains of interesting texture and backdrop for this fella. Hmm, it's just written a little oddly. Going deep to unlock the treasures of the universe. So 
I think what Jalissa was saying was it started as something else, right? And then it ended up going this direction. Um, and I'll read, let me read the second one for, and then the next one, the next year, 2020, going deeper, it's called. Every now and again, I need an art, artistic reset. Paintings like this one aren't meant to mean something like the deep sea or out of space. It's a great unknown and perhaps even an exploration will never fully be understood. And the artist is Pete Kornowski.com, by the way, if you're interested in checking out stuff, PeteKornowski.com. Um, I also so, love the years that these were painted because um, that's, you know, 2019, that's when you were um, starting Mystical Wares. Oh, and, weird, yeah. you're right. Yeah, well, I figured you wouldn't remember. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Mystical Wares opened September 2019. So, I think around May-ish, sometime spring of 2019, you were thinking of building this? A deep sea diver went galactic, me, on that yeah. year, and he made, that's <laughs> crazy. That's, and then you find it, and then slap it down in front. Yeah, that's it. So, and welcome to our crazy those, world. And then I put those puzzle pieces together for you. <laughs> yeah, because I would have never. No, that's, no, I'm not kidding either. Um, no, that's crazy. Oh, yeah, I mean, my life's just so stupid odd that it's, it takes others around me. And not that theirs is any less, but they they got to pick the puzzle pieces up and see it because again I'm in overdrive. But yeah, this is crazy. That's why I wanted to share uh, the the images, the the tie-in like Jalissa just spelled out and all of it. Um, and again, I didn't even know about really tie the years together. Even though I think you had mentioned that to me before. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Any again, any input and answer, Walter? Or do you want to jump somewhere else? Well, I I'm, I I just realize understand. That, that probably when that artist was actually creating that, he made a connection with you. It's like, I felt that when whenever I do, a, uh, when I was making especially the, a lot of the uh, pendants, I was wrapping them, I would get a feeling for who this was supposed to go to. Not every one, but very often. And it's just very interesting that... Um, not not just that he did one, but then he did the second one. You know, yeah, must yeah. be some kind of a soul connection you've got with that guy. Oh yeah, it's impossible well, then, to not. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Oh um, well, so September 2019 is when Mystical Wears the physical store opened, and then 2020. That's when everything started shutting down and. Derek had to um, get creative with how to keep um, the store running when everything's being shut down and um, yeah, so. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. That was, and they're both really very, uh, it's an excellent art piece. So, um, Okay, we still got five minutes. Well, let's, yeah, five minutes left. Anybody got something they wanted to mention or talk about or get any fairs coming up? Just anything you can think of? You want? Oh, you can talk about Mary and my thing if you want. Wherever you want to go with that stuff. Yeah, so this Thursday um, at Mystical Wares from three to five p.m. If anybody locals listening wants to come stop by. Uh, Derek and special guest Mary Beckman will be here. Um, Mary decided to call their event, Are You Experiencing? So they're kind of just um, going with collaborating their um, 
I guess, psychic or their abilities. I know Derek doesn't like to call it that. Um, but yeah, they're coming together. People will come and ask uh, different questions and they'll um, be getting what I guess you could call upgrades and activations, healings, all sorts of stuff. I don't know if you want to add to that, Derek. Yeah, there's those. No, I'm, yeah, um, that's good. There's, I love doing those things with Mary, especially because we we do just go all over the place. We don't have some set structure. We just both just chill out and have fun and and work off of each other and with each other in that environment um, and the the people that show up. So, no, those are they're always different. Um, that's why I don't really get too set on what are we calling it because doesn't matter. We never stay on topic anyway. We go all over the place, so it will be fun having two of us. Uh, you know, make fun of it. Crazy woo-woo psychics together um, doing that. We <clears throat> I won't get into all the story now, but yeah, Mary and I met years ago at a, uh, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about it, of course. Um, I was a vendor, not outed as a whatever the heck I am, an energy worker, we'll just say. Um, I was just flinging Shungite honey at the um, at some of these events. And then she walked up on me, I guess, you know, evidently I, I let my mouth run a little bit too much when people come there. I mean, in a kind of a good way because I, oh, so-and-so is behind you and blah, blah, blah. So just doing the, the psychic thing, we'll say. Um, and then all of a sudden she walked up on me and I didn't know who any of these people were, especially Mary Beckman at the time. Um, and she walked up to, you know, because I guess the words were going around, hey, there's this guy over there, you know, flinging the Shanghai honey and <clears throat> apparently he's intuitive but not acknowledging sort of thing. So she came up and did the whole test, test me out, check me out kind of thing. And we hit it off from there. Um, because again, I didn't know who she was and she's, she's very well known um, and gifted. So, but yeah, we had a great conversation, um, and it was just kind of. And you've done it. You've done a few shows with her now, haven't you? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've done a lot of things with Mary. Mary can be found online as well. It's M A R I Beckman B E C K M A N. And yes, I've done many podcasts with her in store events. She's all over the internet. I mean, you see her on Facebook and just so. Um, yeah, she's out there. We've got a, a couple of books going on. So yeah, she we bring her in occasionally, and we do stuff. You ought to bring her on this show. Yeah, we'll get on some time. I got a couple other people that, uh, yeah, we'll get on here as well, too. It's just, uh, you know, catching our breath thing and getting the time to do it. But Okay, we're in the last minute and a half here. You want to say adios? I will say it first. Thank you, everybody, for being here. I appreciate you and had a great time. Yeah, thank you all. And Jalissa. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Nancy, Walt, and Derek. I uh, appreciate um, being here. Thank you. Yeah, have a good day. You know, let's just... You know, think of it all smoothed out and having a really good, joy-filled day. And uh, Walter, would you like to say something? Yes, thank you very much for inviting me. It's it's really a pleasure, uh, especially with the energy of this place. So thank you again. Have a super day. And you're going to go do your yoga, correct? Yeah. <laughs> because you got another show coming up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yep, six to eight tonight. We've got um, myself and Dolly Howard and Walt Silva on the Cosmic Reality Show. And um, tomorrow, Radio 5G, interesting show. And we so appreciate you guys mm -hmm. being here. Please be safe, and we will see you hopefully today, but next time. You have been listening to the Shungite Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.